Hello. Hello. What are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, beat me to the punch. <laughs> beat me to the punch. We're going to talk about the answer today. That's going to be the topic. Okay. It's going to be the theme. And we do a lot of questioning mm-hmm. through all of our stuff. Like this whole thing is just one giant question and not to boil it all down, but I think a interesting question to ask ourselves. An interesting question. An interesting question. Yes. Thank you. Like what's the point of it all? Mm-hmm. And I think many of the things that we do, be it between the ears, fitness, like whatever it is, anything that we do in some way, shape or form, it kind of boils down to answering the question of what's the point? What's the meaning behind what we do? Mm-hmm. When you step along the path towards, when you step along the path that is self-awareness, I would say that's a continuing thing. Like, I don't think, like, that's the distant horizon that I'm not sure we ever truly reach. Or those who have reached it, you know, have this kind of enlightenment or, or whatever. But Yeah, I, and I, I was thinking about that the other day, like asking questions or self-reflection we had a conversation maybe yesterday that got into like started with something and down the rabbit hole we went and I was thinking a little bit about that like when will it ever end and not in a bad way like but once you have sort of put on that those put on those glasses or looking through that lens like you kind of can't undo it and so in a positive way, you're always seeking more introspection and asking more questions. And, and that's really cool because you do kind of drill down into, I do think you, even though it's a never ending path, you do start to drill down into like what is really important and knowing yourself better and like all these things that do help you in your life. I mean, I would imagine most of us, some of us, or one of the points of life is to like, really make the most of it and enjoy it and have mm-hmm. fulfillment. And um, so I think that's definitely a byproduct of that. Yeah. And that I think like that's the answer. So when we refer to the answer, not a specific answer, but when we look at like connecting with and discovering or rediscovering the meaning of what we're doing, why mm-hmm. it's important at a deeper level, we also, I think, see how challenging some of the landscape can be with the messaging on fairly surface level things. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of speaks to the post I put up earlier about you know my social dilemma right. and just some of the pitfalls with, with it all. Anyway. But today's post, so why don't you talk about what <clears throat> that post was? Yeah, so <clears throat> the gym has been open... For four weeks now. This is week four. And it's been years coming, a long time coming. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten people interested, you know, wanting to come by, check it out, learn more, as well as people being very nice and complimentary and saying, wow, it looks awesome. It's like really cool and, and all positive things. You know, I mean, I'm, there's negative things, but I haven't been privy to all of them. Why are you looking at me like that? What do you mean? You're so cryptic. Just never mind. It doesn't okay. matter. Okay. 
Anyway. Skipping right along. Skipping along. We'll edit that out. No, we won't. Um, <laughs> that would be professional. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, the gym has been open. So, the gym has been yeah. open. And I want to be clear about, and maybe this is for my own processing mm-hmm. and my own whatever. What you see is the very surface and a fraction of the total picture by way of like breadth and depth as mm-hmm. well. And the gym is beautiful. The equipment is new and, you know, it's kind of shiny and clean. But don't let, I don't want that to, to, to lead people to think that it was just this automatic thing or this no brainer. Mm-hmm. And so I put the post up today saying that three years ago when I was coaching way more at the gym, and more involved and had a lot of interaction with more interaction with more at people CrossFit at, Morristown. at CrossFit Morristown. Mm-hmm. You know, I had done a handful, probably about a dozen between the years events at this point and said, Hey, I'm going to start doing some personal training with people. Now, frankly, like if you came and said, Hey, I want to get better at my muscle up, I probably would have not, that would not, not have been the thing. Did. And so yeah. the, and so the offering of the service was physical and mental fitness via movement and a combination of like the philosophy and approaches of between the ears mm-hmm. and put that up on personal account on the gym's account saying if you're interested limited number of clients because that's kind of how this stuff goes reach out how many people reach out? none nobody not even like, hey, I wanted like not there was not even anyone reaching out to say, Hey, I'm interested. Can mm-hmm. you tell me more? What does the mental fitness mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was crickets. There was not a single person who expressed any interest. And yeah, that's a tough pill to swallow. So pause for a second. You're you're not saying that and obviously like people I think knowing you know you're not saying that for sympathy or, or to say like no or hey like motown like that's fucked up no like of course you didn't not. nobody wanted you know so that's not a casting right. of blame or right. so what begging. is so for you though that i feel like that's sort of like you're at a crossroads like and what while we know that social media isn't everything in many ways, it is a platform where you're putting yourself out there and yeah. you're kind of opening yourself up and then just nobody takes the, you know, takes interest. So for you, what was that post about? Like that, Today's that, post? yeah, that moment where nobody, well, this, time, well, three years later, we're sitting in a beautiful facility that could give the appearance of Air quotes, success, smooth sailing, awesome. It's just built exponential growth. And like, let me be the first to throw the bullshit flag and say, no, that's not what you see is not what you get. Mm -hmm. And the pitfalls of social media is you take a fragment of information and you extrapolate to make a picture. And we do it all the time. It's natural, but like, that's not. Yeah. I mean, you've had a lot of people with, you know, because we do know obviously each other's struggles and our insecurities and our you know the time it takes to build things and um we've had people who aren't local reach out and just say like wow between the ears in times in the past Mm -hmm. looks like it's just 
booming. Yeah. You know, and so that is not, not to like get on the social media post, but you know, for a lot of people who see that to your point, you're just leaping to conclusions and then, you know, yeah, like you don't know. Right. And, and, and we try, I think we pledge to be transparent, authentic, honest, but even in doing so, like you don't know. And there's right. always going to be how something is received by someone else. And then they're going to come up with something. And, sure. and look, I mean, whatever. That's, that's obviously the way it is. But the purpose of the post was to say, was to speak more to what that post and offering three years ago triggered as far as my path. Right. And that did contribute to additional movement down the path of self-discovery and looking within and confronting myself. And, you know, it's, I would love to say like, oh, I just rolled off my water off my back. Like that's not what happened, mm -hmm. you know? And so there was a lot of questioning and doubt and personal judgment and just anger and what the fuck am I going to do? And just all, of, I should have stayed in, I should have went back, I should have this, should have that. And like the, the, I think the very natural range of human emotions was brought about by this. But it also provided opportunities to say, to, to, to question the path and to double down on the path. And so it was the question that I ask and have asked before is how strong do you believe? Mm -hmm. And really like, are you a true believer? And that is, there's, there's a great piece of literature about it as it relates to the warfighter of being a true believer and knowing like, you know, we we have very good equipment and, you know, rucks and we know how far they are, how heavy they are. And like the true believer referring to our enemy is like it, the ruck weighs what it weighs. Mm -hmm. They fight until the job is done. Like, then there's a whole thing with that. But as it relates to this, like how strong do I believe in this? And that is being questioned. Mm -hmm. The answer or an answer could have been like, this is a failure. This is right, a catastrophic right, failure. The external, and the external answer from polling people is no one is interested. Yeah, in what you're I offering. said, hey, does anybody want to train? Does anybody want to employ want me services. for my services? Yeah. And the perception of it was everybody said no. Yeah, and it's like, well, what the fuck, man? Like, then I am insert you know self deprecation. Mm -hmm. So three years later, guess what? It's not like the masses were you know putting pressure yeah, on me to say you gotta open no to, there's no wait list yeah. there's less than there's there's a <laughs> literally one handful of in-person members mm -hmm. and there's not this like basically this justification or this guarantee or this known that like oh well yeah duh like that's gonna happen so that got me thinking as it relates to this and last week too of like the answers what is the answer what is the answer you're looking for how does the answer present in your life to where you really know and rationally there's two types of answers i would say like there's the rational answer and then there's the emotional answer or the intuitive answer there's the analytics and the data the numbers and the analysis and and there's all of that and then there's the it feels right no i know it to be true like wow really and you had this 13 years ago mm -hmm. where you opened up a gym that was this obscure name no one ever heard about and it was just so happened to be CrossFit. 
and but you knew what you were doing was right for you at that time when people rationally provided you an answer that sounded like no mm-hmm. don't do it and so for us just raising our awareness of like what is the answer we're looking for and understanding that when we ask these questions i guess we want to be clear of like you know <laughs> there's two type there's there's multiple forms of the answer and when we come to accept some of these answers like emotionally like i i believe this gym this model this pursuit is absolutely positive valuable and will serve people Mm -hmm. i believe that is how many people then is enough for me to say it's doing that right whereas what about the data to tell you like check that yeah yeah well and what's interesting about that is when you when you start to look only at the data and i guess the rational side right Mm -hmm. i mean morristown at one point had like 400 members and it does not have 400 members anymore yeah and it's like so does that and i've asked myself that like does that mean i'm failing now because i went backwards in members right you know and and, it's it's tempting because the rational side is like well look at the data i had this many now we have this many by the standard of success that is less yeah and that's the thing i think with with looking at that for ourselves like what like, what does it take for you to know? Like, and that's kind of, that's the answer. Like, mm-hmm. when you answer this, like, in the moment. Because if you're waiting around for the guaranteed known, life's going to kick your ass. Mm-hmm. And so much value, so much opportunity and experience and growth happens when we enter into the unknown aggressively and with our fucking eyes open. And I think... Like, that's where we find the answer. And that's where we connect to the answer. And that answer, again, in my experience, is the shit that makes the analysis models wrong. Right. And that's the beauty of it. And that's that growth beyond measure. Yeah. That I think when we look at what we're doing, we're along this path collectively, whatever that path is for you, you know, here's the beauty of the rational answers too. Let's just say I have this vi- picture in my mind of like a dirt path, windy path through the mm-hmm. through the woods, uh, whatever, you know, opens up. And along the way, along the side of the path, there's signs, right? Like those trail signs. Hey, half mile here, half mile there. Whatever your destination is that you want to move towards. The rational answer could say, and you know, you have a picture of this in your mind. You have a, a, a sensation and a feeling and an emotion that accompanies when you're there. Mm-hmm. And along the side of the road or along the side of the path, let's just say, whatever, happiness, mm-hmm. joy, is the answer you seek in the path you're traveling along. And along the side of the of the path is a sign, beautiful sign that says, welcome to joy. You are here. And you're like, mm, I ain't fucking, I'm, no, like I'm not there. But the sign is telling you joy. And you have a home, family, cars, job, this, that, but yet there's some level of unfulfillment. Right. On paper, that is what people who are happy and joyful, like that is, they have those things. And it's like, you can have the things on paper and not experience the emotion. Yeah. And it's like, well, who put that sign yeah. there? Has the path, has the landscape changed 
the second you embark down that path, it changes. Mm-hmm. And the, but the sign is telling you. And it's like, yeah, but I don't, that's the answer that I am looking for cannot be told to me right. through this sign saying, welcome to joy. Yeah. And I, and I had a discussion with someone today about, you know, ideas for businesses and, um, and there's been a couple people reach out to you or me about like, Hey, starting a business or entrepreneurship. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I think you sell yourself short about not being an entrepreneur, a true entrepreneur, which, you know, when I look at my journey and how you describe the, you know, the answer, like, I don't think I knew what that was at the time of like belief, like true believing, Mm -hmm. but I think that's really what distinguishes people from being like what it is to be an entrepreneur, to truly have that belief that it doesn't matter what the rational numbers and data and whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're willing to take that action on that belief and you will figure out the data and the rational stuff to accompany the belief, but the belief is far stronger. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's evidenced by everybody probably knows somebody that, you know, they did the market research. I mean, honestly, I never, I never did market research. Mm-hmm. Never. Like, what are the demographics? What about this? What about that? It was like, mm, no, like this is really something valuable. I believe in it. I'm going to work as hard as I need to, to make it happen. So mm-hmm. I think we all know there's probably businesses everywhere that have failed, even though everything was right. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like there was no bagel shop in this town and, and I made bagels and like, well, what was it that was missing? Well, I don't know, but like, it yeah. doesn't matter that just the data is right. So, you know, I think that those, um, yeah, just an interesting thing. And I think the emotional piece does, it is a, it is a balance between the two. Like, obviously you Without can't just be just a lunatic and, and we talk about this, like acting from emotions or acting from your rational side. Yeah. But I think the awareness, as we keep coming back to, so that you can see like, okay, this is an emotional decision or, and, and it's appropriately so, mm-hmm. or this is, I'm kind of neglecting the emotional and making this all in the rational or that kind of stuff. But yeah, for people, if you're looking for the data to support why you shouldn't do anything or, and that's with everything. Like you will find it. I mean, and I had a, that's my discussion today was someone who has an idea that I think is a great idea, but they had all the reasons why it wasn't going to work yet. They have a passion for it. And it's like, that's that fork in the road where it's like, okay, um, that's your choice, but having that conviction and belief and being able to like, yeah, well pursue it. And I, and, and there's, and there's a couple things that I, you know, teach through the seminar and coaching with people more so in the seminar fashion and working on having this be a little bit more generally consumable mm-hmm. versus how it, the model has been in the past. But these lenses through which we view ourselves, our experiences, this and that. And one of them is the internal and the external mm-hmm. say no more. We get it. Everybody kind of gets that. You just overlay on that. Well, rational, emotional, like, ah, you start to see now there's some things that link and some themes and the asking whoever this person was. And I, I don't, I can't wait to hear about this because mm-hmm. I always learn something from you actually when you tell me about these things with others. So I'm actually looking forward to this, but um, tell me like if they're telling you all the reasons 
And again, this isn't perfect, but yeah. if they're telling you all of the reasons why it would fail, mm-hmm. my suspicion, and tell me if I'm tell me if I'm right or wrong, is that their answers, the general theme of those answers, are rationally based about external things that are not related to them. Right. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. I think that. The, the connection there, though, can often be on the emotional side. Maybe you're just like we all do. Your doubt is a little bit bigger than your belief because you have some self-doubt. Totally. So then that's where it's like the self-doubt's there. Then you look to the rational and then it supports it. And then it makes you doubt Without a doubt. more. And, and that's kind of this, and there's a lot of inner, about you. And there's a ton of interpersonal work that you can do to move forward in that. But then the other question is, okay, I've heard about all of the reasons why this could or should fail. Right. Tell me all of the reasons why it will succeed. Not why you think it will succeed, why it will succeed. And what I have found with coaching people and different things, perhaps nutrition or you know whatever, uh, special operations, like people who've gone in and been successful, they don't tell you about anything other than how fucking strong they are right. and how much they believe in it and how much they want it and what they're willing to do for it. And right. When it's about why it will work, it's not about the data. It's, it's not about, about the, the data. Belief, yeah. It's not about the data. It's not, it's about you. And when you are in a challenging situation, the the energy source that you have to tap into mm-hmm. is you, yeah. not the external. Nobody, when it is like when shit hits the fan, mm-hmm. all of the reasoning yeah. and the data to support it, like, no, like that's where you dig in. That's where you connect to who you are and you allow that to drive what you do. Mm-hmm. And that is the internal. And that is an emotional thing. There is an emotional, truly an emotional connection, both, you know, physiologically as well as psychologically yeah. when you're connected to who you are, mm-hmm. how you'll be and what you'll do. And that's, I think, like, that's the answer. Yeah. And it's applicable not just to be very clear. Like, we're hap- we happen to be talking about this as it relates to business or pursuits like that. But you can apply that to quite literally everything, you know, mm-hmm. in your life. Um, and, you know, I, I had a client, you know, a, a, an online client who's doing this work overseas and she had an example she had an experience which was great like when you have these experiences that that shine a light on this like if you don't ever i don't mean mess it up but if you don't ever not get it like how are you going to get it right so in in the world of fitness and doing the self-assessment that you know between the ears puts out she didn't do the Mm self-assessment and she went into this workout and her you know she wasn't she wasn't she had energy physically, but she really wasn't like feeling good mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. And so the result was like, she got it done. Mm-hmm. She was exhausted later and it was a real struggle for her. So it was kind of, I don't want to put it in like a win lose, but like she would probably say it wasn't like, it wasn't like a, a win. Mm-hmm. And so when we talked about it, it was like, well, yeah, physically. And I don't want to say like physically is rationally, but like, on paper, like, well, I have energy. Yeah, so great. I'm yeah, not like, tired. Like, okay, but not that's sore. why those two thirds of the assessment have nothing to do with physical, which is funny. Right. 
But like when you start to look at those things and you're like, oh, okay, I didn't consider those things. And when you let the rational stuff, yeah, you disregard the feelings and the, the emotions like that really, it really does matter. And so it's cool to have the experience. We always, you know, one of the things in CrossFit and that I think, and I still believe in that's amazing is like what you can learn about yourself you know, in the gym is, is really what's most important outside of the gym, mm-hmm. obviously. Of course. And obviously with between the ears, that self-assessment for your workout is great practice for life. Yeah. So kind of applying it to something that's a little bit more contained, like, yeah. okay, this is about this one hour, how I'm going to move my body. Right. Like that we can wrap our head around and it's still challenging for people, totally. but getting those reps in with that so that then you can go out in your life and start to be like, Ooh, okay, where am I? How am I operating? Understanding. Cause I think the emotional side, people can't quite like, what, what is that? Like, well, there's also that element of, and why the self-assessment strives to start to discover answers there's different types of answers. Mm-hmm. And so if you're trying to articulate rationally what your emotional answer is, we're, we're, we're not to say this, but like we're doing it wrong. Yeah. We, we don't, you don't get it. Right. And that's okay. Now it's time for you to learn how to answer this emotionally, which by the way, doesn't look like this clear, concise thing. And that's where it's like, well, why do you like, why do you feel that your emotional energy is this or that? It's like, I don't know. It's like, well, the first thing is not your rational explanation. It's just Mm -hmm. that, well, I I feel it. I know it. Right. And it's like, yeah, exactly. And Well, it's almost like trying to describe a feeling in your body. So there's the thing about that, obviously, which is you have the ability to articulate language Mm -hmm. to represent something. But the language is the representation. Right. If the word changes or if the word has different meaning, does that change the actual thing there mm-hmm. like it's a representation and that's just to kind of go on a wild random thing is like i think that's what's that's what is a that's what is one of the most powerful things about being on a team or an organization or your country like representing this entity that is that you really really care about mm-hmm. and you can represent it in a poor way by your actions, by how you engage with people, by how polite you are, you can represent it in an honorable way, in an integrity way. And so so there's a lot of that that I think um, with ourselves, like that remembering like that language is a representation of something. It's not so, it's not that thing. Right. And we're limited because of the way we're structured and yeah. and, and how emotions are. Yeah, to get the language right. Yeah. It and not to keep going away, but I have to say this. So remember when Dr. Perry was on the Motown community call? Yeah. So Dr. Perry, Stop Chasing Pain, really brilliant guy, does a lot with a lot of things, but yeah. it happened to be about the lymphatic system. That's something he was saying about the body that was like so obvious, but I never thought about it in that way, and it kind of it reminds me of like what you're saying. Like that the heart and the lungs don't know that they're called the heart and the lungs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't know they're even separate entities. Like Mm -hmm. they, your whole body has a job, but they don't live in these like compartments or like rooms with doors and like, Oh, okay. Now you're entering the heart room and this is cut off from the rest of the things. It's, it's just like one system, but like we have applied these names and these, 
you know, functions and, and yeah. really compartmentalized all these units of the body. But like, that's our language and that's our, well, we've put that on that. Yeah. It's like, and he has a thing like, you know, the, no system ever works alone. And it's like, right. Because, and you think of, and you look at how, I guess society, whatever, you know, our culture, like it, it views the body like Mr. Potato Face. Mr. Potato Head. Oh my God. Anyway. Who the hell is Mr. Potato Face? You had such a challenged childhood, didn't you? That's going to be, that is our next episode. Oh my God. It's like, Mr. Potato Face, who? Oh my God. Please, go on. Tell us about him. Let me tell Humpty you something. Let me, let Who? Me, let me tell you something about Mr. Potato Face. <laughs> okay. Whew, what was I saying? Come, I was. I think you were probably going to say something about his parts that you can stick yes, on his face. Yes. Yes. Which is why I made you think of face because it's right yeah. potato face, and I was thinking of his face, and like if you put the eyes where the nose is, right. then it's like, well, hold on a second, you know. Okay. I'm just gonna. Wrap up that. What the hell? Um, yeah. So anyway, anyway, I think when I think I I I think when we look at it, and one of the things we always want to encourage with the, with this podcast and with any you know messaging or whatever is like, is seeking it, and is looking. Why are you just yawning all the time? Am I that <laughs> boring? Good God! It's about the fifteenth <laughs> yawn. Okay, we're losing it. We're losing it. All right, we wrap it, it up. We got ninety seconds. Um, yeah, just in looking at like. Being curious about the answer. There's a whole system of, well, if you're not able to be curious, there's a deep, dark rabbit hole that is like, well, we can look at some things of what your system, why your system is preventing you from being curious. Mm -hmm. However, being curious, applying curiosity, embracing that as it relates to the answer um, and that you have to find looking at the, the, the type of answer you're looking for is a way to raise your awareness and perhaps direct you towards another form of an answer to finish or, 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 or to find. And me personally, like, you know, with how I've lived, I mean, the military was really the biggest eye opener for answering, for finding that answer. Previously, it was all very rational. Mm -hmm. It was, it was conservative. It was, you know, more rational numbers, data, need to know, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can get you can get into the whole like you know trying to control and, and, and all of those issues, but there was no rational answer, like you know what I mean coming out of and and mm -hmm. I'm not a and I am by no means like a stud or a hero or anything like that. Like I, this was just my experience, mm -hmm. and so um, for me, that's where I also feel very strongly about like, look, if I can do that, if I can break out of the chains of you need a rational analytically secure guarantee if i can break free from that mm -hmm. i i know others can as well yeah. with that being said let's not mistake the fact that the path and the journey there is not going to be easy sure and it's not going to be known and it, right. and that is the unknown yeah and, and it's not this moment where you say like i'm gonna follow my belief and then everything falls into place there's a quite a delay <laughs> on like outcome and like practicing that and, yeah. and still having days and you've had them 
recently as the other day, like having the questions and we, yeah. we all do. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I think that's, um, it's really valuable. Cool. Um, we've got, what do we have? Vector project finishing up. That's going to be awesome. Probably going to do another one at some point. Another yawn, people. Another yawn. Good God. You know, Canimal, I was glad we weren't night. on film because I could yawn without people knowing. And now you're telling everybody. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, got that. Uh, Between Years Fitness in person and online. If you haven't done the free week, do, do the it. free week. Yeah, yeah, it's free. There's no yeah. credit card requirement. There's no weird thing of yeah. like, it's you know, like when you free like, week and, then, and then they charge yeah, you if you don't cancel. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. None of that. Check it out, and I think that's it. Yeah. We, we, that's good. So, yeah. all right. Mr. Potato Face. <laughs>